So if you guys have any questions whatsoever about keto or intermittent fasting, whether you're starting keto as a new person or just need to debug your program, or you have a question about a product, call one of our keto consultants. They'll be able to help you. Call 540-299-1557. That's 540-299-1557. Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. Hey guys, we have another great before and after. Cheryl's with us, I think from Indiana, right Cheryl? Correct. Okay, great. Hey, why don't you just uh, just jump right in and share your, your history of I saw the before pictures. I want to know, like, how long ago was that and what actually happened? Well, a little bit of a long story. We'll make it as short as possible. Then um, I was always thin as a kid, and even after having four children, um, remained uh, size six, um, probably at my biggest. And uh, about 10 years ago, um, I moved to Indiana from Kentucky and got into a little bit of a situation where I got depressed and I got uh, very stressed and weight just started packing on. It was a big surprise to me. One of those things where, you know, you don't notice you're getting big, or at least I was kind of thankful that when I looked at myself in the mirror, I didn't see what was actually there because that would have made me even more depressed. I don't know. It was just a big, a big weight gain over, over an eight to 10 year period for no reason but stress. It may have been a little diet, but my diet really didn't change. You know, after having four kids, being a size six, you know, I was a little more active, but um, I didn't think it'd make that big of a difference. Maybe my metabolism after turning 40, some 45 now. So I'm really still not sure what, what caused the weight to pack on, except for maybe stress and depression. What, uh, what, what was your age at that time where you you started just like you gained a lot of weight? About 38. 38? Okay. Yeah. So you went through all the stress. Um, were you sleeping at the time or no? Did you say sleeping? Yeah. No, my sleep has always been a problem. It's really interesting that you bring that up. You know, um, I... Uh, I work a night shift job currently and sleep is still an issue. Uh, I'll get um, six to eight hours if I'm lucky. Uh, sometimes I'll work two jobs when they call me into my other place of employment and I'll get four or five. And that's like a collective sleep. So the things I do need to work on is my sleep. I always hear, I hear you in the back of my head, you know, recovery, recovery and burning things in sleep. And right. Yeah. That's a struggle for me. You probably saw the adrenal body type video where I talk about stress being like some, I think it's kind of a ignored area with weight gain, but it's very common. Did you see that video that I had on the adrenals? I did. I yeah. did. Yeah, that's probably your video for you because the, the stress can activate a hormone called cortisol. Did you, did you gain weight all over or was it mainly in the midsection? It was kind of all over. Yeah. I mean, you see in my pictures, I have uh, a lot of face fat, arm fat. You know, my shoes even fit better when I started keto and started losing weight. You know, my rings, I had to actually take off and put on a key ring because they wouldn't fit my fingers. So amazing. It was all over. Wow. Um, yeah, because it's almost like it's uh, 
it's amazing how, because I, I saw you before picture and then the after, I was like, before, during, and after. What, what was your peak weight that you hit, that your maximum weight that you were weighing at your worth? Well, I kind of stopped looking about 220, and I stopped taking pictures probably well before that. It was just by chance I found a couple that, that, that were at my peak weight. Um, but I'm guessing it had to have been at least 230. Wow. Um, I, I honestly didn't want to step on a scale. I didn't want to be in front of a mirror. I definitely didn't want to take photos. And it, it just got really bad. So those pictures that you see, the majority of them, the, the heavier weight was a year ago, possibly two years ago. Um, and But the comparison of the, of the weight loss, that, that happened within the first three and a half to four months being on keto. Wow, that's amazing. What, what uh, prompted you to, or motivated you to say, you know what, I got to find a solution here? Oh, I think I faced reality and realized that, you know, I am big and what in the world happened. It's like I woke up literally, you know, woke up one day. I'm like, this just can't happen. I can't, I can't allow myself to go out like this. And I guess a bigger motivator is I am raising my four-year-old severely autistic granddaughter, um, completely nonverbal and totally depends on me a hundred percent. Um, just say me and my husband. Um, but you know, when I would change her diaper and, and I, I struggled to get on the floor, um, just with my belly being in the way of my thighs at a 90 degree angle, that, 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 that wasn't right. That, that really pushed me to, um, if I can't sit on the floor properly at a 90 degree angle, then there's a problem. Yeah. Right. So, so, <laughs> so then what did you, did you do some searches? Did you uh, go on the internet? How did you, um, uh, find out about keto? Well, it's interesting. There was a, there's a guy at work, um, a younger gentleman and, you know, I, well, background a little bit. I used to do some weight training, some fitness competitions back in the day, uh, messed up my knee, my meniscus, which wasn't too severe, but you know, it was a downward spiral of getting out of that kind of lifestyle. Um, <clears throat> and so I saw this guy at work and he's young. He's lost a lot of weight since high school. They actually featured him in the local newspaper for doing such a good job and all these things. So I just asked him one day, was, he was on his way to the gym and heading out of the, the building and, um, said, well, you know, how, how can I lose fat? What's going on nowadays? Because I'm out of the loop. You know, that's been 15 years ago or more. And he said, well, just try the, this keto diet. I'm like, what? This what? <laughs> so he said, it's called ketogenic. He sent me a text and how to spell it and all this good stuff. And I started doing searches. Um, I found you almost instantly. Um, and your explanation of things and why and how and stuff and in the short, the, the, your short but informational videos was very helpful to me because I don't have much time. So I'm like, I can just scroll through your stuff all day long, which I have already. And I think I've watched every single one of your videos. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's how I found it. I just, you know, it's really interesting. He, he told me about the ketogenic diet. And I, I promise you that I probably almost stayed up for two days just listening to things that everybody has to say, positive, negative. I started dropping the negative videos almost immediately because the, the results, you know, that I watched some testimonials and these before and afters and it just blew me away. I couldn't believe that that could happen. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So you started and then, um, you started obviously within several months, you just started losing weight, obviously. Right. Oh, immediately. I mean, I'm not real sure. Um, 
three of my four daughters have currently been on keto as well. One of them is still on keto with me. And, um, you know, she's thin, but, you know, thinner, but she's already lost 15 pounds um, in the past couple of months. And, you know, she's amazed by, you know, she, she really can't tell very well, but when she tries on clothes that she couldn't fit before and they're almost loose, she's like, whoa. I'm like, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and then did you um, add intermittent fasting with ketosis at the same time or which, how did you do those two? Well, in the, in the beginning, I was kind of fumbling around and still learning. I, um, I did the whole bacon, eggs, cheese, couple olives, that, that kind of thing, you know, making sure that. I was getting fat in, um, probably getting a little too much fat, but still losing drastic weight. <clears throat> uh, I didn't really start intermittent fasting. It kind of just happened. I mean, even now I'm kind of curious as to whether I'm really doing intermittent fasting because I'll eat twice a day. Um, it's, I would like to squeeze that into a four hour window or five hour window, but as it stands, I'll eat about 7 PM and then I'll eat at three o'clock in the morning when it's my lunchtime at work. Um, and usually when I get up, I'll do my, my butter coffee. Um, so, I mean, I kind of slid into intermittent fasting just because I'm not hungry. You know, I guess the fat is such an appetite suppressant for me that, um, I just, <laughs> I'm not hungry. That's so, that's so awesome because I think it's probably the number one thing with people like they can't really do a program because they're always hungry and they're always um, craving. So you're not going to stick to anything, especially if it's like Weight Watchers and try to do anything long term. So, yeah, I, I think um, with everyone I'm interviewing, they say very similar things like the hunger goes away. It's easier to do go from meal to meal. And then um, so did you see any other health benefits when you started doing this? Well, yeah, um, I used to have severe knee pain. Uh, I used to have neuropathy in my right leg. Uh, pretty severe to the point to where I was going to go get scans and, and things to figure out what was wrong because it was so painful. You know, it's hard to describe when you have this numbing thing and people are like, well, if it's numb, it doesn't hurt. I'm like, no, it's so numb. It does hurt. Um, <clears throat> and I was really concerned about circulation and um, it, that, that went away. I totally don't have any more neuropathy in my legs. Um, my knees don't hurt. They still pop a bit and I have some weakness, but I think getting into the gym will help me fix that and strengthen myself back up. Wow. Um, but that's, that's the biggest thing I've noticed. The, the aches and pains and shocks from the neuropathy in my legs have, have gone away. Wow. Um, my mental clarity is a little bit better. Uh, I, I have to admit I'd suffer from, from ADD, so I bounce around a lot, mm -hmm. but the, the clarity is better. Um, yeah. Wow. And then do you, um, what about, um, how much do you weigh now? I am right about 173, 175. Awesome. Awesome. And like I said, I think I started off right around 230. 220 was, was, yeah, I just continued to get bigger after I marked the 220 and I'll just chop it up to 230. I, I, it may have been more. It may have been more, but I don't think it was less. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, because I saw also some earlier pictures after you had four kids. You didn't seem to gain any weight there. So the whole stress uh -huh. thing, wow, that just really just pushed you over yeah, the edge. I used, to, I used to go to the gym quite a bit. Um, I was a gym rat there for a while when I was, uh, you know, doing the fitness competitions. I would go two to three hours a day, you know, 5 a.m. And I loved it. It was good for me at the time. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I haven't even started any any workout whatsoever. Um, this is strictly just just diet. And you know, I, I was wondering if it's a possibility if somebody is actually allergic to gluten, if the effects show up faster within myself. Because uh, one of my my daughters that's a, a little heavier, um, she tried it and she lost, but she didn't lose near as fast as I did. Yeah, you know, I'm really really good about watching my carbs, those hidden sugars. Um, the, the glycemic index, you know, things that are diet doesn't mean it's keto. Uh, and I think being very mindful and knowledgeable about that, thanks to you, I, um, I'm able to, to tweak it up, you know, almost perfect. Wow. And she, so in other words, so she might have um, a gluten intolerance, so she might squeeze in a little bit of gluten here and there. Well, I think I had a gluten intolerance, and that's what helped me lose so quickly. Ah, uh, um, got it. And she was, you know, I'm one of those people, if I read the ingredients label and it says sugar, I'm out. Um, and I went shopping with her one time when I went to visit, and she's like, oh, it's only one gram of sugar. I'm like, yeah, it says sugar, no. <laughs> so I'm pretty strict on the sugar bit. Um, if, if it says sugar, I don't care how little it is. I usually won't take it in. And my idea of a cheat meal is like, going somewhere where I know there's MSG in the food, you know? So, you know, the, the glycemic index there on the MSG just freaks me out. And I'm like, that's, that's too much. Hey, once you, once you, uh, experience it, it's like, no one has to convince you. It's a lot easier because you know the effects and where other people are probably around you doing this. You're like, yeah, no, thanks. I, I already know what my body needs. It's kind of like a great experiment to just to see what works on your body and Within like three months, you just lost some serious weight. It's incredible. Three months, that was insane. And 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 for losing that much weight, you know, my skin actually went back. And I was listening to some of your other interviews about how, you know, the keto diet, everybody kept telling me that, you know, that looks like a mother and daughter picture. It doesn't even look like you. You look, you know, 10 years younger. Not only did you lose weight, you lost years. And, and that was that's interesting, you know, because you see other people go through any other program and their skin hangs and sags and and things like that. And I really don't see that in myself. You know, I'm five years old, have four children, lost almost 60 pounds. And um, wow, you know. I'm glad you brought that up because um, I just wanted to tell people that when you're doing the combination of this, you're dropping insulin. So therefore, you're fixing something called insulin resistance. And that means that you're going to start pulling in more protein, amino acids, that are available now to make your connective tissue tighten up your skin so you don't have this flabby skin like a diabetic would. They have a lot of loose skin. Not to mention the intermittent fasting and the growth hormone that then helps you tone as well. It's anti-aging and it's also, um, it's called a protein sparer. So you're sparing your proteins. You're retaining protein. You're not losing protein. And that's why you can go from uh, meal to meal comfortably without losing any muscle mass, you actually gain muscle mass. So I think it's like you're a perfect example of that. Um, what I'm doing is, uh, I'll just kind of point this out as an experiment. I don't know if you noticed any improvements in your, your vision, but I wanted to say that um, instead of the, um, the keto coffee thing, what I'm doing now in the morning is I'm doing kind of a, kale sh- a keto kale shake with... Um, I mean, just call it a kale shake, and I add the coconut oil in there because um, you have um, these phytonutrients called xanthine and lutein in the kale. It's like off the charts. 
which basically feed the uh, macula and the retina and the brain. And so I'm drinking mass amounts of kale in the morning and uh, with the coconut, which actually helps you absorb it because those phytonutrients are fat soluble. They're not water soluble, so you need a little fat. So that's why you need to put like olive oil on your salad. So I'm doing that in the morning and uh, nothing else, just a kale shake with the coconut oil. Oh my gosh, like my vision is like completely different. So just an idea for those people out there that have issues with their vision, possible macular degeneration, any problem with the retina, give it a shot for like a week and just see the before and after. It's quite interesting. Well, I've been suffering um, with my glasses on. I've been noticing that things are blurry and I'm thinking my vision's getting much worse. What's going on? And seriously, just a week ago, I decided to lift up my glasses and try to read something from a distance like I usually do. Now, it wasn't clear, but it was a lot clearer than usual. Wow. So it's, it's kind of like that Spider-Man effect. You're seeing the beginning of that movie when he takes off his glasses and you can see he puts them on and they're blurry. It was literally almost like that. So I can't wait to get back to the eye doctor and see what improvement has happened. Because like I said, I was, I was very nervous that my vision was getting worse for some reason. You know, like people are telling me, oh, it's your sugar levels. It's this, it's, you know, your blood sugars, you know, like a diabetic and your eyes are getting worse. And as a matter of fact, I think it's getting better uh, because it's, just, yeah, if I explained that properly. <laughs> totally, you did. And that's, uh, that's what I'm noticing with a lot of people because um, um, take a look at a diabetic. What, what happens? They go blind. Why? Because the blood sugars affect the vascular mm -hmm. uh, part to the nerves and around the retina. So this potentially could actually, I'm not saying reverse it, but it could improve it greatly. And so um, if you're a diabetic or a pre-diabetic, I would give it a shot. <laughs> Well, speaking of nerves, um, there was a couple of questions I should have written down, but I had forgotten, but you, you brought something to light. I, I have spinal stenosis, and I saw your video recently on spinal stenosis. I also have had my gallbladder removed um, probably you know, five years ago. I'm really horrible with timelines. But um, I, I wonder sometimes if I'm pulling enough nutrients out of my fat or if I'm able to do so uh, wow. to be able to possibly repair that, that, that nerve uh, column. Uh, for my spinal stenosis. So let me just tell people what spinal stenosis is. It's basically it's a situation where the spinal column um, is not providing enough space for the spinal cord because there's spurring or degeneration or calcium buildup. So you have this you know, pain in either in your neck or your lower back or your mid-back. So that's a vitamin K2 deficiency, another fat-soluble vitamin, just like what I said before, the, the lutein and the xanthine, xanthine which are basically phytonutrients in the kale. So vitamin K2 is a fat-soluble vitamin in grass-fed animal products and dairy. It's also in NATO, which is if you want to do the fermented soy. But here's the point. If you don't have a gallbladder, if you have a sluggish uh, gallbladder, you're not going to have enough bile to pull those things in like you did before when you had it. So I think with you, Cheryl, uh, might be a good idea to even get, some, get the gallbladder formula with some purified bile salts just take like one at uh, your first meal right after the first meal. That will give you a little, a, a, that'll actually substitute some of that bile salt to start pulling in uh, the K2 that then will um, start removing the soft tissue calcium from the joints, from the spinal column. And that way, um, 
I think that would be the best route for you because you could take the K2. It may work, but it's going to work really good if you have bile and you take it at the same time. Yeah, and I, I have to admit, I haven't gotten into your products yet, but it's one of those things on my Christmas list. <laughs> is go through your store and get your kale shake and your, your wheatgrass and your, your gallbladder formula and numerous different other things. Um, and I'm really excited to be able to try that and see how that, how that kicks in along with what I call keto 2.0. You know, I haven't went to the gym yet and I can't wait to start doing the, you know, twice a week, let my body recover, you know, do 20 minutes of high interval, you know, watching you jump around on the stumps in your backyard was great. I'm not sure if I could do that, but Maybe we'll get there. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, did you see the one where I jump on a five foot, actually about five or six feet up in the air? That was actually insane. I was kind of scared for you. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, just to let people know, I really didn't jump that high. I basically stood on that platform and jumped backwards and then reversed the camera. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I did, and I, and I should have had a blooper video because I almost broke my neck jumping backwards off of a five and a half foot platform. Well, you fooled me. What's that? You fooled me. I thought you actually went up. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, it's amazing you just reversed the camera, but I, I was like, um, let me try this thing. Okay, get the camera out. And I jump backwards and I go, what did I just do? And I just like almost broke my neck. So anyway, it turned out good, but I should have had the blooper video on that. <laughs> right. For those of you that are watching, I'll, I'll put a link down below of that video so you can see it, but it's... Uh, it looks pretty real, so. And I watched your, your video recently just to ask you a quick question uh, about basil. And uh, besides a, a spice in my foods, how, how can I add that in? Could it be uh, just the green roughage in my salads? Yeah, you want to add a couple things. You could do um, parsley is like really good. Parsley is good. Kale is good. Put it in your salad. I don't know if you're doing the kale shake yet, but that would be also uh, really good as well. Um, yeah, for sure. Does that make sense? Yes, yes it does. Um, and as far as building muscle, uh, when I get back into the gym, you know, since I used to do the fitness competitions, I was really lean. I actually lost my cycle because I was at 6% body fat and, and I felt great during that time. Um, I want to get back into shape. I want to put muscle back on. You know, I went through a lot of the muscle atrophy. I've got the, the dimples and the dents and things like that. Um, I watched some videos of yours on how to repair that cilium is, or whatever it's called. I forget. Um, is there anything besides your, your videos that you could, you know, currently point out that, that would help that? You know, I don't want to up my protein too much because I don't want it to turn into too much sugar. You know, those kinds of things. But What's good for building muscle on keto in my next 2.0? Well, I think um, <laughs> I just released a video today on that. In fact, um, to build your muscle, the, it really requires um, all the nutrients, especially you know vitamin C and vitamin B and um, some protein. But the two nutrients that are the most uh, deficient after you fix your insulin resistance, which it sounds like you did, would be potassium, getting enough potassium from the greens. And then number two, the trace minerals, which is kind of hard to find. So I would get that in a liquid, but make sure it's plant-based because all those enzymes that convert protein into body protein tissue, muscle, collagen, joint, which 
some people have a problem with, require the trace minerals. And I'm talking like selenium, iodine, chromium. So you take that, your enzymes will finally have enough to start to get your protein nice and tight and lean and strong. Um, I'll give you an example. Let's say you're deficient in um, manganese, for example. You're going to have problems with your discs. You're going to have a slipped disc. You're going to have a weak joint in your back. Um, so each mineral does a certain thing to a certain part of your body. So B12 is for the blood. Uh, that's cobalt. That's the trace mineral cobalt that goes with that. So the trace minerals in general, I think, will make you um, have the unfair advantage. So when you add your exercise, that'll be awesome. Now, if you get sore after your workout, D-ribose is, uh, is the remedy that I recommend to increase recovery. That's mainly for muscle, though, and skeletal muscle recovery and cardiovascular muscle recovery, which you may not have a problem with that. But if you just want to like, grow muscle, have lean muscle, have tight skin, I would do the trace mineral. That's like going to be really important. Plus, your hair, your nails, and your skin will be like a lot different. And underneath the chin, things will just kind of tighten up. Now, would I get those um, right now? I'm usually doing the like overdoing the pink Himalayan salt, and I always do my, my asparagus or my spinach or my cabbage, um, you know, artichokes, Brussels sprouts, things like that. And I have make sure I have that with every meal, um, or at least with dinner. And um, is there is that the best way to get in my trace minerals? Or well, you have a trace mineral product, is that correct? Yeah, the problem with the vegetables right now, they're grown on soils that are void of trace minerals because the farmers aren't putting them back in. They're putting three minerals, phosphorus, uh, uh, nitrogen, and uh, one other mineral. But um, trace minerals mainly come from the sea or where I get it from, it's, uh, it's an ancient uh, 71 or 72 million years ago, the prehistoric plant life. That's where I get it from this layer on the earth. They mix water. But... You can, um, if you buy food that's grown on soils close to the ocean, you might get some. Or if you can buy uh, food that's grown like an, some soils that have a volcanic, you know, ash, that, that would be another one. But it's, it's kind of really hard to find all the trace minerals in, in the food nowadays. So that's probably what you're running into. You could do sea kelp, uh, seaweed, but it's, it's just, it's difficult. It's probably the number one missing nutrient that... Um, Americans, at least Americans have. But if you live on the coast of uh, Africa or something like that, you're going to get all your trace minerals. That's probably why Africans have perfect bone structure in their teeth. They, have, they don't even go to a dentist. I mean, their proteins are good. Their tendons are good. Their muscles are good. Um, then, you, then they come to America, right? Right. So. Yeah, I saw that amazing interview with you and that, and that gentleman in Africa that, that had had lost so much weight and he's started starting this keto movement there and this education process of his own that was that was amazing yeah yeah it's amazing it's very cool well we'll have to share we'll have to do another uh, interview maybe like in several months and uh, after you include your workouts and just take it we'll do a another one and just we'll talk it's very that interesting would be awesome. that would be awesome well, I want to thank you for this interview. I think you're going to give a lot of people great ideas. And uh, it's, uh, there's a lot of women out there that had kids and went through stress. And now they're like, wow, maybe I can do it as well. So thank you so much. Yeah, and keto stuff is, is so delicious. I don't know why anybody would pass up the opportunity to put 
you know, bacon fats and creams and all these good things, the, of course, grass-fed, but, you know, wow. They used to call it heart attack on a plate, but now it's it's healthy for you. So the, the, the information out there is just mind-boggling. You know, everybody I see, I, I look at their waistline and I think, you know, insulin resistance, that's insulin resistance. Or I'll pick up a magazine at the at the checkout just just to look at things and it was a weight weight watchers magazine and it was pasta here pasta there and i'm like whoa you know what are these people missing and why and i just really i guess i'm a conspiracy theorist as well i think that the industry is set up to make you stick to to get money and big pharma and you just name it so but no i appreciate you and all your information helping set the set the level straight and get me back on track that's awesome well thank you so much cheryl thank you you have a great day Okay, have a good one. Hey guys, I just want to let you know I have my new keto course just came out. It's a mini course. It covers all the basics and how to do it correctly. You can get through this in probably 20 minutes at the very most. So if you're interested, click the link below and get signed up now.